Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone. This is Roberta, Roberta Inspires Omni Media, and I am the host of Inspire Radio. We're here to teach Christian entrepreneurs and leaders how to exceed their goals because they'll be following the divine plan of the Lord, so it will go far beyond their goals. Today, I have with me a very special guest. I watched her grow up. And I'm just so impressed with how she has developed her life and what she's gone on to do that I have invited her to be on the show again. She did a wonderful series for us. I hope you'll go back and listen to it on being a victorious, a, virtu- a victoriously virtuous woman in the 21st century. So anyway, but without further ado, today we have with us Jen Payne Watson, as I call her, but Jen M is what she's known as. Jen M. Watson on social media. She's the CEO of Grace David. It is a body care product company, and she's also the director of found.com, formerly known as the Victoriously Virtuous Woman. I call it a movement. And she's going to be talking about metamorphosis and change in life. As we talk about recalibrating, it's important to understand what it is. And she's gone through some changes. I think she'll share a little bit about some transitions. And she is actually also the first lady of the Link Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. In addition, she's an author. We're going to talk about her book. She's a wife. She's a mom. She's a speaker, an entrepreneur extraordinaire. And it is her philosophy that her life's mission is to empower women to embrace the Proverbs 31 lifestyle in the 21st century. And so I'm going to bring her on now. She's already on air, and that's what she does. Her body care line, uh, by the way, will pamper you, and she's also uh, using it to empower people in um, Nigeria, West Africa, and she'll talk more about that. So let me welcome her now. Hello, Jen. Welcome to Inspire Radio again. Hi, Roberta. Thanks for having me on again. Always glad to have you here. You just do such a wonderful job. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your professional and educational background, and how you come to be who you are. Sure. Well, um, educationally, my background is in uh, psychology. I have a bachelor's in psychology, and I have a master's in social work with a concentration in direct clinical practice. And uh, I chose that route because I always thought that I was going to be sitting in uh, an office with a big swivel chair counseling um, individuals one-on-one or counseling families. Uh, But professionally, the interesting thing is I've never actually held a secular job um, in my uh, field. But I do believe that God uses me uh, every day uh, in relation to my field because I am so adamant about empowering women, empowering children, and uh, making sure that I help as many people as I can to just embrace who it is that God called them to be, uh, helping people uh, wherever they find themselves. And so even though I may not be in an office with a big swivel chair, I have just learned over time that uh, that doesn't necessarily uh, may mean that you have, you know, a great impact. Uh, you have the greatest impact when you're doing uh, what God has asked you to do. Very much so, very much so. 
Well, uh, the Lord has certainly given you a metamorphosis, and you are a CEO of a business and also the founder of what I'll call a ministry, um, which was formerly known as Victorious the Virtuous, and I'll say it right one of these days. Please share a little Mm -hmm. bit about your businesses and your ministry. Sure. So uh, Grace David, which is my body care line, was just launched um, just over a month ago, and it was kind of a way for me to marry my passion for body care and women understanding the importance, taking care of themselves and pampering themselves, along with my heart for uh, Africa, but not just Africa in general, but uh, really uh, Nigeria, West Africa. And so uh, one would probably think, well, how do you marry a body care line with your passion for missions? And what I do is I reserve a portion of the proceeds from every single sale uh, to uh, going towards helping underserved women and children in that particular country. And it, it really started because I really feel as if women and children especially are the most vulnerable in many societies and in many cultures. And I was like, well, how do I, you know, earn the funds to to really start making a difference? Uh, And the Lord just dropped this in my spirit. And he's like, hey, you know, you love body care. You love to pamper yourself and you love uh, teaching women about how important that is. Uh, and so this is ha- one of the ways that I'm going to use you to fund it. And uh, the sales, even in the short time that it has been launched, have, have already been phenomenal. And so that's just uh, my confirmation that God is really breathing on this. And then as for the ministry, found, as you rightfully said, was formerly known as Victoriously Virtuous. And uh, the reason for that na- change in name was simply because I, I found that it was a lot easier for me to garner interest from those who may not uh, be familiar with the Bible and the things that are contained in it. And uh, just when you say to someone, hey, I have this uh, movement called Found, uh, a lot more women are interested and they'll say, well, well, Found, what does that mean? What's that about? And I'm able to get the message across um, to those who are not just uh, churched, and that's really important to me. And so that's why that uh, name change came about. Great. Give us the website for Grace David, please. Sure. It's mygracedavid.com, so mygracedavid.com. And what's the significance of the name Grace David? Yes. So those are the middle names of my children, and it was important for me to use their names not only because I thought it made a, a, a great Uh, name for a business, but it's also kind of my way of starting to uh, build a legacy for them. And and when they look back on it, uh, to be honest with you, Roberta, I want them to one day rise and and call me blessed. And I want them to see that, wow, mom never Mm. had um, a secular job, but she was up and she was um, about her father's business. She was working. And, um, you know, it's, it's kind of for that reason as well, why I gave the business that name. That's a blessing. That is a blessing. I love the legacy. I think it's super that you never had to be employed by anybody. You launched out as an entrepreneur and as a marketplace minister, and that's significant. That's significant. 
Um, <clears throat> I know, too, that you are the author, uh, author of at least two books. I don't know if there are more, but the most right. recent one being Seven Keys, A Woman's Guide to a More Content Life. Tell us about mm-hmm. the book, what inspired it, and where can we get it? Yes. Well, I was inspired by the book because I was starting to uh, become really intentional about uh, journaling. And I realized through my journaling that I had struggled at one point with comparison, um, comparing myself to those who had successful businesses, because even though I had tried my hand at a couple of things before the body care line, uh, I just didn't really deep down inside have the confidence that I could be a successful entrepreneur. And I would look at others and say, you know, maybe I don't have uh, what it takes. Um, I would look at others and say, well, maybe I'm not as good a writer or as good as a speaker. And I just kind of went through a period where the enemy was really trying to uh, get me to be um, maybe harder on myself than I really needed to be and not fully embrace uh, everything about me that. Uh, unique and and God really began to deal with me and say, hey, I've given you everything that you need to succeed, to create wealth, um, to be successful in ministry. But you know, it starts with you stopping the comparison. And I realized when I stopped comparing myself to others, how much I was feeling more content. And I realized that I, at one point I was in a state of complacency, and God wanted to move me out of comparison and complacency to a place of contentment because there is a difference and uh, I just started writing about it and after I wrote about it and I wrote in my journal God was like great now tweak it and make it something that other women can glean from too because I think a lot of us especially as women definitely struggle with comparison and Mm -hmm. so this you know this book is is in my opinion sure to help a woman live a life of not complacency, but certainly contentment. And uh, right now it's only an ebook form, but it can be purchased on Amazon.com. Uh, if you either type in Jen M. Watson or if you type in the actual title of the book, either way um, you'll be able to find it there. Wonderful, 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 wonderful. And in addition to all the other things you do being a wife and mom, you are also right. part of the leadership at Link Church. Tell me about Link right. Church. Tell me about your role there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so Link Church was launched just about a year ago. My husband and I launched that church in October of 2017. And uh, my role there really, um, <laughs> I feel like it really runs the gamut uh, because specifically um, I do – Uh, preach and teach alongside my husband. I also um, oversee the hospitality ministry. So even though we have someone who runs that, um, I help to oversee it. And I do um, run a women's small group for Link Church. And so those are like the specific roles that if somebody were to uh, come to Link Church and ask certain questions, they would be able to readily maybe pick up on those things. But then outside of that, there are the you know, administrative tasks that often nobody else sees. So maybe while someone is catching a nap, I'm on the computer, uh, you know, kind of helping my husband with administrative duties, making sure that the day-to-day parts and aspects of the church run uh, smoothly. So. That one is Top one. I'm sorry. Excuse me. 
Uh, <clears throat> well, that is great. Tell me the um, the actual website for Link Church, how people can learn more about you and your husband and that ministry. Sure. It's uh, linkchurchnc.org. Wonderful. Well, let's get into the topic for today. It's metamorphosis. It's about recalibrating. It's about change. We've been doing this now for about a month with the relaunch of Inspire Radio Show. So if you would, mm-hmm. um, tell me what you, you see as metamorphosis from a biblical perspective. Well, from a biblical perspective, I see a metamorphosis as a change that begins, begins on the inside. I think a lot of times people in the world focus on um, physical metamorphosis. So there's ways that we can change our hair, change our style of dress, get a makeover. But I believe that if you're going to have a metamorphosis from a biblical standpoint or from uh, the way God would want us to experience a metamorphosis, it really begins on the inside, meaning uh, a shift in your your heart, a shift in your mind, and really a, a shift in your perspective on, on life. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. How do we recognize when a metamorphosis is actually needed in our life? Yeah, yeah. I think um, sometimes it may be difficult to recognize that, but I think that one of the biggest things is taking stock of where you are, what you're doing, and if you find that you are bitter um, towards what you're doing, you're uh, resenting what you're doing, it may be time at that point to step back and say, okay, God, is it that I'm just overly frustrated and need to maybe kind of take some time to to get rejuvenated? Or is it that you're actually trying to uh, shift me and and tell me that maybe the role I was playing or where I was, um, maybe my time there is up and it's time for me to shift roles, which means then it would be time for me to also shift my mindset. Wonderful, Jen. You're listening mm-hmm. to, folks, the Inspire Radio Show with your host, Roberta, of Roberta Inspires Omni Media, and my very special guest, Jen Watson, who's the CEO of Grace David and also LaunchedFound.com. And I want to ask you a question, Ms. Jen. How has mm-hmm. the process of change actually manifested in your life? Well, uh, it's actually manifested in in a couple of ways for me, especially over the last um, almost two years. So uh, moving from New Jersey to North Carolina was uh, a part of how metamorphosis was was being uh, manifested in my life. Also um, launching Grace David, which was the type of business that if someone had told me even just five years ago I would have that type of business, I probably um, wouldn't have believed them. And then also, uh, you know, I've been a wife for 11 years now, but now being a pastor's wife has totally, of course, shifted a lot of things in my life. It's shifted just my day-to-day schedule. It has uh, shifted uh, my thinking and my uh, need for constantly asking God to help me uh, work with 
all types of uh, personalities, and not that all personalities are even bad, but all personalities are, are different. And, you know, when you're working in mm-hmm. ministry, uh, if you can only get along with one personality type, you're, you're not going to be successful. So I've had to really also learn um, how I can best uh, deal with the soft-spoken pass- pa- uh, passive personality all the way up to uh, the more aggressive, outspoken you know, I want this done yesterday. <laughs> right. Personality. So, challenge. Well, you started out, as I mentioned to folks, I remember watching you grow up some and to just mm-hmm. see how you have evolved. I think it's just so wonderful. I'm so glad to see it. We started out in church in Baltimore, right? Right. That's right. Yeah, and you went from Baltimore to Jersey to North Carolina. <laughs> That's a right. lot of change. Cultural yeah. shift. And two, you, Eve, how did you really evolve into some of your own beliefs and practices? I mean, the wonderful church, it has a good mm-hmm. legacy, but it also has right. a legacy of some things that are a little more conservative when it comes to women. Mm-hmm. How did you, I was right. very surprised when I saw you, like, the, you know, the older you, like, whoa. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. How did you right. evolve and get the courage to evolve that way? Your dad's a bishop, which people don't know. Your mom's a minister mm-hmm. in the church. And, you know, right. how do you break with tradition? Yeah. Um, yeah, wow. That uh, process was definitely uh, challenging a lot of times. I think uh, for me, Roberta, a lot of it had to do with um, just allowing myself to, number one, being exposed to cultures that were different from my own. Uh, my husband and I started um, attending a conference, mm, I think it was 2013, there was a conference we started going to in Texas, and we went for a couple of years. And we started making friends with other couples um, that were saved, but maybe they not only were different from us uh, racially, but even if they were African-American like we are, they just culturally uh, might have been different. And you saw, I started to see how God has so many different uh, flavors, if you will, in the kingdom and started to realize how much a lot of times Uh, No matter how you grow up, whether you grow up Presbyterian or Pentecostal, sometimes if you stay in those circles, you you can have such a narrow view of uh, what is right versus what's wrong or such a narrow view of God. And uh, one of my friends said to me a couple of years ago, exposure grows you. And I kind of held on to that because I'm like, wow, and I've learned that exposing myself to other cultures, exposing myself to other ways of thinking really has grown me. And so the courage to uh, kind of break away from tradition and break away from some of the things I've um, known, really, to be honest with you, Roberta, believe it or not, um, a lot of it came from my husband because he was always very (coughs) adamant about um, me moving forward with what God called me to do. He's um, become... Uh, such a nonconformist to things that are um, man-made in terms of like rules or ways of living. Um, he's very mm-hmm. big on, hey, if it's not outlined or defined by God, if it's something that God doesn't have a problem with, then I don't have a problem with it. Um, right. And so a lot of that, yeah, I, I was, so I would say exposure one and then the courage to kind of 
apply that exposure to my life really came from him and also just understanding who God had called us to. And when people go to Link Church, they uh, or even just on the website, they'll see that it's, it's far from being a traditional church. And many of the people that attend our church now are either coming from traditional circles but just had gotten tired of it. And then we have those who have never been churched before they came to Link Church. And so I realized that in order to be able to successfully minister to those God had called me to, there'd be no way I could hold on to every little thing that I had been, been taught or, or seen growing up. Wow, great. And like I said, you know, great church, great, great, great people. Right. Um, this is a, it's a different era. It's a different century, and right. it takes something different. It really does to right. reach the people yeah. of this time. Uh, same message, just different, different approach. You have answered right. so many wonderful questions, and that was one was, of course, you know, how people experience positive change, and you've answered that by way of exposure, and you've answered really how to enhance one's um, metamorphosis because that's really mm-hmm. being being who God created you to be. And as you said, really opening yourself up and meeting other people and just kind of letting God evolve you in light of the scriptures. And I've gone through that myself. I went through that same type of metamorphosis. And I think it's just wonderful that one can do that. I don't want anybody to miss anything about you. So tell us again about Grace David the website and what you're doing with that product line so that people can reach Mm -hmm. out and make some purchases, me included. Sure. Uh, So the website is mygracedavid.com. And uh, right now the uh, body care line consists of brown sugar uh, body scrubs. uh, And uh, we are also working on adding lotions, uh, bath bombs, and soaps. So lotion will be the next thing that people will actually see in as little as uh, the next couple of weeks, just in time uh, for the holidays. And it's a great product because not only are the ingredients natural uh, and allows you to pamper yourself, but you, um, meaning whoever makes a purchase, every time you make a purchase, you are really helping to shape the life of a, of a woman or an underserved uh, child in Nigeria West Africa, and so I think that's really um, the beauty of it all and kind of what helps us to stand out from your typical, you know, everyday body care line. Wonderful. And let's Mm -hmm. talk again about how to get your book, Seven Keys, A Woman's Guide to a More Content Life. How do we get the book? Yes. So uh, if you simply go to Amazon.com, and either type in the title of the book or you type in Jen M. Watson, the book uh, will come up either way. And then from there, it's available for purchase. That is great. Now, how do we find you on social media so that we can book you for things like speaking engagements, which you do frequently, it seems? How do we find you on social media? Sure. So um, on Instagram and also on uh, Facebook, uh, my Facebook page is Jen M. Watson, and I am also on Instagram as Jen M. Watson. And uh, you can always just reach out to me uh, via inbox, um, or you can um, even send an email to info at mygracedavid.com, and uh, I can be sent a message there as well. 
Wonderful. Well, Jen, you know, you're one of my favorite people to have on, and you just present so well. And like I said, I'm just so proud of the woman that you have grown to be, and you are truly a blessing to the body, a blessing to, to your family, a blessing to Link Church, and of course, Inspire Radio. And we're going to hear more of you coming up because I think you are the new 21st century victoriously virtuous woman, live in color. <laughs> so, so it's very, very great. And when we talk again, we'll talk some more maybe about sound and whatever your next book is. So thank you for being sure. my guest today. And many, many blessings to you and to your family and, um, and your husband in the church. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Roberta. Yes, thank you so much. All righty. Folks, we have had Jen Payne Watson, as I call her, because <laughs> I knew by Jen Payne, on our show today. And we have been tremendously blessed by this young woman's um, contribution to the show her wisdom, her knowledge, and, and her entrepreneurship and, and the authoring and all the things she does while being a pastor's wife, being a mom, being a wife. And she is just a phenomena and just a, a force to be reckoned with. I think you'll be hearing more of her uh, in the coming, coming days and years and certainly back here on Inspire Radio. So I want to say thank you again for being here with me today. This is Roberta. Roberta Inspires Omni Media, and you can reach out to me through the Inspire Radio page. That's I N S P I I N S. I'm sorry, I N S P I R R A D I O. I had a thought which broke that chain right there. Broke my chain of thought. And uh, like us, please, on Facebook. Like us here on Blog Talk Radio. Tell others about us. And I am uh, Roberta Inspires, Inc. That's my page on Facebook. So reach out to me if you'd like to email us to potentially be a guest on our show. Feel free to do so at inspireradio at gmail.com. And again, that's I-N-S-P-I-R-A-D-I-L. And you can learn more about me and my business practices at www.robertafontroy.com. And that's R-O-B-E-R-T-A, no spaces, F-A-U-N-T-R-O-Y dot com. And more and more will be coming, more sites being launched. But come on over and learn about the VIP days that I offer where I come in and privately consult with you. So God bless you. Have a great week. And we will talk next week more about recalibrating.